0: This podcast is brought to you by Innovation Garage, Center for Innovation and Incubation. As you know, five or six years, I have the opportunity to work with you closely and also have the opportunity to start working with you on Science for Society. Well, I understand the mission. I understand the vision. But I just wanted you to emphasize, you know, and uh, let our audience know what is, exactly does Science for Society do and what's its vision and what's its mission and what are its goals. Uh, would you get a, kind of kindly brief on that, please? Sure, Ramgaru. Uh, Science for Society is created and founded, in fact, in collaboration with many friends, including yourself. And we all thought it had the time had come to launch an organization like this because there is so much of anti science approaches and attitudes developing in society, and not many were taking note of it. If you look at the internet, look at the number of people who watch the videos of man landing on the moon. And look at the number of people who are watching videos which say, no, he never landed on the moon. You have more people looking at the ones who do not believe in it. Look at how people are responding to COVID and the, the answers to COVID from the scientific community. Look at the number of people around us who are anti-vaccination people, anti-mask people, who have this social paranoid attitude. They think that everyone is out to get at them, to deceive them, to exploit them, to make money out of them. Whereas the reality is, it is science which has saved crores of lives. And even if you were to sit and count the dead bodies, it is a small percentage of people who have died compared to the ones who have survived this calamity. It is because of science. So where is this anti-science approach coming from? It is because science and its fruits are not adequately communicated to people. In India, we, most of us now, on an average, live 67 years, men, a bit more for women. A hundred years ago, it would be great if someone lived up to a 40-year lifespan. Of course, in individual families, some grandfather may have lived, or grandmother may have lived to 80 or 90. But the story of the nation is that we were so short-lived and it is science which has helped expand this fill it with joy and happiness and health that it has added more than half the average lifespan to all of our lives. And yet people instead of acknowledging science pick up a quarrel with it. These are not bad people. They are just bad thinkers. They are not able to look at the reality. So Science for Society was established to correct this to the extent that volunteers could do. Because, you know, let me give you an example. I went to a discussion on the solar eclipse and the related taboos. You know, PhDs, scientists, doctors, engineers, people you would expect to know science and who would know how an eclipse happens in the sky and that great play of shadow and light. Instead of delighting in that visual wonder, people are locked up in their houses, hiding in their houses, closing the windows, throwing out the food in their refrigerators, and when the eclipse is over, have a bath, a purificatory bath, and so on. Now, in such a context, I was invited to a television discussion, and the anchor started off by saying, in Telugu, I'm translating, what does your science say about it? So I stopped the anchor and I said, what do you mean your science? It has to be seen as our science because knowledge is a common property of humanity. If knowledge is a common property of humanity, why would we try to oppose it to a religious belief, to a superstition, to an unexamined conclusion about things? things that we are not willing to challenge. But it struck me that 10 years ago, I was dealing with people who were saying, my culture, your science. So they have started opposing culture to science. Whereas I, along with colleagues, you, Ramgaru, and other friends and leaders, we want a society for science. We want a culture of science not culture against science. So this is a fundamental uh, matter that we should understand science as a human achievement, one of our grandest achievements. The way we live today, the way we have arrested disasters, how we have handled problems, is all the gifts of science. I mean, look at it. 2000 years ago, roughly around the time when one of the Abrahamic religions was taking um, shape, there were something like 10 crore people around the world, throughout the globe. This is an estimate, of course. We are 750 crore people today. 750 crore people never living longer than we are living today. In Japan, at age 60, they are just leaving the definition of middle age. They're living up to 85. Same thing in Canada, same thing in Germany, in Denmark, in Norway, in Sweden. In many countries of the world, lifespans are huge. 85 to 87. So long that some people are getting tired of living that long. How did that happen? There are more people today enjoying more human rights than ever in the past. There are more people who are living healthier than ever in the past, than ever, ever in recorded history. What do we attribute it to? As students of science, as people who are pursuing knowledge, we know the reasons. It is an understanding of the nature of the universe, of the human being, of the human being's interaction with other forms of nature. And we have achieved this, it's a collective effort, to then other this great achievement of humanity as your science versus my religion versus my culture. So, Science for Society is really founded to discuss with our fellow human beings on what is best for our welfare. Imagine 750 crore people living in relative happiness, reasonable nutrition levels, and where there is not enough food for everyone, it's not because we are not producing it. It's because our social systems are so damaged and unjust that it is not reaching everyone. So this is a grand enterprise, enterprise of science, the pursuit of knowledge, the prosperity for humanity, the assurance of human rights. This is all fitting in with a modernist approach to life, to living, to a vision for what it should be to be a member of humanity on our common planet. Science for Society is to develop this vision, not to fight with people. In the introduction, it was correctly mentioned that I debunk superstition and we have exposed many, many cheats and scoundrels. But that is only to show that those who are operating in the name of religion or tradition are taking away from our happiness. So, this is what we have been doing, Ramgaru, along with you, of course, trying to spread the word trying to focus the human endeavour on human welfare. It is a modernist mindset. It's one which focuses on human rights, justice, fairness, equality, and the pursuit of truth for the welfare of all of us.